before, you know, we slept in the same room. We had a, a bed on each side of a room, and the first thing I could hear him was striking a match in the morning. But after he told me that he, he, you know, that he was going on his way to go home to heaven, that he quit. He, I didn't hear no match striking. And so I got up on one elbow and looked over and see what he was doing. He was reading the Bible. Stay good day. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. On today's program, we'll hear from a Native Alaskan as he shares about his quest to find the same confidence that his brother possessed, that he was on his way to heaven. My name is Richard Stevens. I was raised in Cordova, Alaska. I'm of two different tribes. The Atna Interior Tribe of Alaska and also the Eyak Tribe of Coastal Indians along the Prince William Sound and Controller Bay. When we were children, we we had a subsistent life, like we depended on the fish and the animals, like deer and porcupine and squirrels and ducks and geese and a lot of the fish that was our biggest supply of food. And of course, clams and crabs, they were in abundance and they were fairly easy to catch. I remember the smallest streams used to have fishing. You, you didn't have to have a hook or anything there. You, you could just kick them out of the water in the old days. In Cordova, it rained most of the year, summer and winter. So in our life, hunting and trapping was our biggest occupation. And it was for food and for also to selling pelts and skins, cured skins, were sold so that we could buy modern foods, the foods, the sugar, things like we never had before. The only sweetest things were the berries that we had before. We lived in tent-like structures and we could pack them wherever we went. We also used dogs for packing, packing our supplies. Down in Cordova, you couldn't depend on snow because it might snow five feet in one night, but it could rain the next night and wash it all away. But there, on the Prince William Sound, there was an abundance of seafood like uh, urchins was another seafood that we ate. And in our trapping, there was beavers and muskrats and 
the Indians always worshipped the great spirit. They knew there was a one greater than the human. Naturally, like uh, the psalmist said, that we we know him by looking up in the skies and see the sun and moon and stars, the clouds floating, the rain falling, the sun coming out. God is made known to us by our subsistent style of life in the early days and territorial days of of Alaska. The fish came in the spring, the berries came in the spring, and seems like the, the abundance of the Lord. We, we just had to go and take it and store it and for our own use. When I first heard the gospel through my brother, who was uh, an old older brother, came home one night and said that he was going to heaven if the Lord should come tonight. But he did not tell me why or how or he knew that he was going to heaven if the Lord should come tonight. He used to read the Bible to us when he took care of us. He was the oldest and he used to read the Bible to us and we used to pray, you know, the Lord's Prayer in front of a picture of of the Lord Jesus. But the first time he heard the gospel, he got saved. And that was when the Richards came up from California as missionaries to Cordova. And they started the EAC Gospel Chapel in Cordova. But it was Friday night that the first time, first time he heard the gospel that he got saved. And when he came back from that meeting, there was a time when he said that he was going, when he came home, that he said he was going home to heaven if the Lord should come tonight. And that started me on the way for searching out how to get saved because he didn't say that he heard the word of God. He didn't say that he, how he got saved or how he knew he was going, going to heaven. But I searched it out and because we had a Bible and it was available for me to read. And one of the things that uh, struck me most is that he used to smoke uh, five packs a day. There's 20 in each, each pack and he used to smoke that much, and when when he got saved, he just quit like that. And I asked him about him. He said he did. He just did, lost the desire to smoke after he got saved, and so he didn't smoke anymore. Before, you know, we slept in the same room. We had a, a bed on each side of a room, and. The first thing I could hear him is striking a match in the morning. But after he told me that he, he, you know, that he was going on his way to go home to heaven, 
that he quit. He, I didn't hear no match striking. And so I got up on one elbow and looked over and see what he was doing. He was reading the Bible. So that struck me uh, that something really did happen to him. You know, eyewitness and mind witnessing and that, that there was a change in him. And so that uh, gave me all the more urgency, you know, to search for the Lord. But he still never told me how he, how he got saved. But uh, I thought I knew how to get to heaven, so I started by good works. I did this for a year. When I recounted what the year had progressed, my good works were as filthy rags as I, as I have read in Isaiah. That all my good works, that's not my bad works, but my good works, it is all filthy rags in God's sight. My good works availed for nothing. No matter what we do, we're prone to sin. As far as sin is concerned, we don't need any lessons. It, it, we're just naturally sinners. There is no way that we could in ourselves keep ourselves from sinning. The only reason that we are saved, we are sinners saved by grace. And it's not anything of our own, but what the Lord Jesus has done on our behalf. And when he died for our sins, he accepted our sins in his own body on the tree. But I had a problem with accepting the free gift. I didn't know how to receive it. But I kept on reading the Bible. I kept on searching for how to get saved. I read in John's Gospel in verse 1, uh, chapter 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. The Word was God. The Word was speaking of the Lord Jesus. I continued reading. John 1.12 says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. But those did not turn my heart over to him, though I kept on searching and I kept on reading. I came to John 5:24. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. When I came to the place where it says that we are passed from death unto life. Something happened in my life. It changed. I felt my load of sin falling off. There was a urge to tell somebody about what happened that kept on building up and it felt like that I was going to run out of air if I didn't tell someone about what had happened. I felt like I could jump 20 feet high because my load of sin was gone. There was joy, and I couldn't keep it to myself, but there was no one home to tell it to. 
My mother was working in a fish cannery. My two brothers were out fishing, commercial fishing. So I opened the door, and there I saw one of the boys that I went to school with, and I witnessed to them, telling them how, just like I'm telling you now, what happened to me. Many people believe that by doing good works, they can be right with God, or that somehow they can mend the broken relationship that sin has caused. The truth is, we could never work enough to undo the wrong we've done, and there's no way for us to fix what we have broken. But God can, and He did, by sending Jesus to satisfy the justice we deserve by His death on the cross. Instead of trusting ourselves, God directs us to put our trust in Jesus, His death and resurrection. He's the only one that can save us. Listen again to the words that spoke to Richard's heart. Jesus said in John five twenty four, "Truly, truly, I say to you, he that hears my word and believes on him that sent me has everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death to life." If you would like to know more, please visit our website withoutreservation dot com and click on the tab New Life. You can also write to us at the Storyteller, P.O. Box one thousand and one, Bemidji, Minnesota, five six six one nine. That's the Storyteller, P.O. Box one thousand and one, Bemidji, Minnesota, five six six one nine. Our phone number is eight seven 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 six six four six four eight. You can also find us on Facebook at Without Reservation. Want to take the storyteller with you? Be sure to download our app. Thanks for listening, and remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to the storyteller.